Oh baby, we are back. The preseason is pumping. There are three games pumping up, including this Saturday against the Titans. We're not really going to talk about that because we're zero doing so who gives a shit, but we are so glad you are here. We'll talk about camp. We'll talk about Pee Wee Herman's death and much, much more, including the signing of a guy that sacks quarterbacks. Thank God. And Big Ten has expanded again. Oh my goodness, we are going to dive so deep into that. Thanks for being here. We love you. Zedogs. Whispering words of nonsense and it's free. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. 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 We are absolutely back, Dan Doinks. Wow. You... It's a Tuesday night. We're recording this on Tuesday night. Is Tuesday night extra special for you because you have a collared shirt on right now, buddy? You didn't have to dress up for me. Oh, yeah. You know, this is my full-time job here. I figured I'd get dressed up. Uh, I have my three-year review coming up. Is it? Don't we have an anniversary tomorrow uh, of, of Zero Doinks? Is that true? Um, and it would be it's five my- years, baby. Five, oh, five years. Did I say three? Holy shit. Uh, I'm not, drunk. <laughs> not great. Not great. No, Why? Not uh, surprised you haven't been arrested, personally. Yeah. Who, who's to say I haven't been arrested? Ooh. Maybe I just didn't, didn't haven't shared with our audience. So they think I'm a criminal, that I'm a felon, and I can't tickle their ears if they are under the age of 76. I don't know what that means. I don't know where I'm going with this, Bill. Thank you for uh, acknowledging my collar on my shirt. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of you who can't see me, it's not a collar like a priest wears. I'm not a priest, uh, but okay. please be seated. How are you, Bill? I'm great. I'm great. I'm wearing a White Sox hat for some reason because Sorry. I like to put you know things that are terrible on top of my head, apparently. Um Dan, are, I feel like the Bears are all the way back. We'll talk about a next segment, but that's that's why we're here. This is a next to last episode of the preseason for us. We've worked too hard, Dan. We need we need just a little bit more time off. But it was it was time. It was time to come back. I think the Bears are back. They're back. All the way back. Can't wait to talk about it. Oh my God, yes. Uh, do you want to tell our audience before the next segment about a a little, a uh, little something special that we get going on. <laughs> yeah, a, a great news we found out today, kind of out of the clouds, that uh, we have been invited, selected um, to be on cameo. Uh, so, if you would like a special message from Bill Doinks and myself, uh, I'm not sure why you would, but we we would welcome it with open uh, legs. And uh, you can catch us on Cameo, mm-hmm. Dan and Bill Doinks. Is it under? It's not under zero Doinks, correct, Bill? Uh, I don't even. I, I would hope that if people search zero Doinks, they can find us. I don't. I don't know. It's very confusing. 
very confusing, but you can find us. We'll send a special message to your loved ones. Uh, maybe you have uh, a recent graduate. You'd be a few months late on that one. Uh, maybe you'd like a message. You'd like us to tell your your soon-to-be college freshman uh, that you miss them and then you also hate them. Maybe you are that college freshman and you'd like to send a message to your parents like, hey, uh, I'm okay, you know, go away. Uh, and we could deliver that message for you. And we could talk about Cox balls, um, Grimace, uh, Priest, Pizza, Garfield, John Arbuckle. Um, and, you know, just the regular run-of-the-mill stuff that people on Cameo do, I believe. So I don't know. Hit us up. I mean, Bill, what do you think? Who do you think is our audience for Cameo? I mean, it's got to be women. Almost exclusively, that would be my prediction that yeah. it's going to be women. They need they need to see our faces in real life, and mm-hmm. they'll have something for them saved to their desktop anytime things get a little lonely once the weather turns. Here, uh, that would be my prediction. Uh, I believe you said last episode that you know you're not ashamed if if women that listen to this show are sliding off their beds all the time yeah. for, for reasons that you can certainly describe if you, if you, if you wish. <laughs> and yeah, so I, right. I, I suspect that, um, that that's going to be our, our, our core purchasers. Look, and it's a very inexpensive fee. We didn't set it. Cameo set it based mm-hmm. on what they thought people would be willing to pay. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll do whatever you want as long as it's legal. I think actually, Bill, just to you know, go behind the scenes a bit further, uh, we set a price at Cameo said, that's way too cheap. You know what? We don't want you guys to spend a lot of money. And yeah. and to your point on who our audience is, you know, please be specific in the instructions on whether you want uh you want our shirts on or off. I think we <laughs> could we could you know, we could work that out. Maybe if yes. uh this is this is going down a dark path where eventually Bill, we're just gonna have our only uh, an OnlyFans account. <laughs> I think it is the gateway drug, from what I understand. You start at <laughs> Cameo, and next thing you know, there's circus animals and all sorts of toys. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah, and it's two for the price of one. We're both gonna be on it. Mm-hmm. I made that promise, I think, in the video. Um, so give you a little 24-second sneak peek of what i'm all about personally and you're not going to want to pay anything after seeing that i'm sure so (laughs) apologies to you dan for for ruining this uh you know this obvious venture this business venture that i know you're very excited about yeah apology not accepted i think this is an electric idea that probably no one except for uh a few friends and family will uh partake in but you know let us know what you think i don't know yeah sound off in the comments is that something people say? I don't know. Sure. It sounded good. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess if you're a pervert, feel free to jump on Cameo <laughs> and look up Zero Doinks, I think is the point. I think that's absolutely the point. Uh, all right, Dan. Well, let's get to it, buddy. See you next segment. See my nipples on Cameo. You're the Fuck the 
boing, 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 boing. Let's kick this off. Let me first start by saying I apologize if I had shitty audio. Uh, after that segment, I realized my microphone wasn't plugged in. I held it to my face, but it wasn't plugged in, so it was going through my AirPods. I don't know, buddy. We're, what'd you say? We're at five years? Uh, yeah. Still not good at this. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm wearing collared shirts. We're on Cameo. We have got too much going on right now. Uh, but you know who does have a lot going on right now? The Chicago Bears. Wow. There's camp. There's practice. Professional yeah, segue. Let me wow. go ahead and just pat myself on the back. Pat, 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 pat. Um, Bill, what's going on with the Bears? They got anything coming up this week? <laughs> they sure do, Dan. But before, I, I need to offer you a personal apology. Um, there's like two giant obnoxious flies that keep whizzing by my face. Uh, I don't, you know, I, you at home watching on StreamYard can probably see the same. Uh, so I just want to apologize if you see me swiping, wiping, punching, whatever I'm going to need to do. It's disgusting. It's okay. absolutely disgusting. Knock it off, flies. I fucking hate flies so much. I blame my children for not cleaning up their shit and just being gross. So I'm blaming them for the flies. What's your uh, what's your least favorite fly? Wow, God, that is such a great question because I love Jeff Goldblum. Same. So that's, yeah, I was just pointing you towards a Jeff Goldblum joke. So we we got there quickly. You did get there quickly, quicker than Ryan Poles signed an oh. edge rusher in the off season. You might say, Dan, but he finally did it. It's fantastic. Yannick, I'm not even going to try your last name. Are you good? Have you been practicing his last name? Ngakwe? Is it, I feel like it's Ngakwe, but I don't right. know that to be to be a fact. Um, it might yeah. be. And I want to take this quick moment also to thank the AI robots for creating uh, the image <laughs> for tonight's episode that you'll see on, um, on Twitter slash X. It's X. I just sent you an X and uh, Instagram. Um, so if it looks a little weird, blame the robots, but it's way better than anything Dan and I could have drawn, painted, you know, graphically designed, whatever. And that's, it's supposed to be Yannick walking through the streets of Chicago. Um, I think it looks great. Uh, anywho, he not as great as he is at eating quarterbacks for a living. He's averaged at least eight sacks a year since he's been in the league or has at least Eight sacks per season, I should say. I don't know what his average is. That's awesome. I don't care that he's been on a million teams. And he's 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 young. He's exactly what we need. Any concerns? What were your first thoughts? What were your last thoughts? My, oh, boy. That sounds dark. <laughs> I, Yeah, I mean, we've been harping on this for a while that they've just literally neglected signing any type of pass rusher whatsoever. This uh, seems to be the best guy that was still hanging out there. I, I guess I, I initially, I, I'm not concerned about the, why has he been on a million teams? We signed him to a one-year deal. We didn't sign him to like five, six years. I can't get a good grasp of why he's bounced around a lot. I know he was in Jacksonville, didn't like getting the franchise tag and the transition from that team from where they were at to where they were going. It seemed, you know, they weren't in the business of spending a lot of money. I think in I'm looking 
2019 was his last year there. Um, but he's he's a sack machine. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what that's exactly what we need. So sack machine. <laughs> I feel better about where the Bears' defense is at now as compared to when uh, when we last spoke. So mm-hmm. definitely a positive. Kudos to uh, uh, polls for not having to stretch himself to to even sign like a two or three year deal. The one year deal is 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 perfect. It's just perfect. So yeah, I'll, I'll take it. And you know, if he's if he's amazing, maybe there's uh, an an option there to re-sign him. If he's mediocre, see you later, buddy. So it is what it is. It, it was a it was a perfect move in my opinion. It's absolutely perfect. It's exactly what we need. We needed to spend money to get to that salary floor. So, you know, what better way to do it than a guy who's immediately going to be the best guy we've got eating, eating quarterbacks. And <laughs> what would you call him? A sack master? Is that what it was? That's fantastic. I don't know. Sure. I yeah. The sack master. Get on your yeah. sack. Yes. Yeah. I, he's so say that again. He's had how many eight every year? Yeah, I mean that's awesome. I'm looking yeah. here; he's got 65 total sacks in his career Shit. in 110 games. I mean that's that's awesome. That's awesome. That, I, it is tremendous. I hope. Yeah, my dream. You alluded to it is he has a great year. We re-sign him to a, a deal that isn't that crazy. He loves it here. He wins us a Super Bowl this year, obviously. Yeah, of so why would he mm-hmm. want to leave? And uh, yeah, I, I think <laughs> we got our edge because he's still young. He's way younger than I realized uh, when we when we signed him. So it was either that I, I don't know. I didn't assume he was as old as Justin Houston, but I assumed he was closer to that than he is. So beautiful, beautiful. I, I'd be very nervous if I were any quarterback on our 2023 schedule. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, we'll 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 take it. So definitely great. Um getting filling that slot we we could use more uh mm-hmm. but i'm not sure uh, i i mean is are there other are there other options out there currently that it's i mean without making a trade i don't i don't think so right at least nothing that's gonna get your, I mean, get your browsers moving <laughs> speak for yourself uh i mean there's uh like guys like melvin ingram that would be cheap yeah, fine i guess i don't know but he's He's an old bastard. Clowney's going to cost you too much money at this point, probably. And yeah, so, I mean, how about what would a Robert Quinn do for you? I think he's still out there. Really? I think so. Is he still out there? I feel like he was going into his free agent year, and I feel like he hasn't been picked up, but I might be completely wrong about that, Dan. That'd be pretty funny, though. I I don't think we need to run that back. Uh, the yeah. Robert Quinn experience. I mean, he gave us, you know, he had an amazing year. We got a little something from him. I don't, I don't recall what exactly that turned out to be just a late round pick, but um, you know, it's funny. I, I put in Robert Quinn and last year he was ranked the 48th top, best player in the NFL. And he's out, like, already out like of the PFF? league. Yeah. Whatever. No, whatever that top 100 is that, mm. that everyone gets pissed about that, recently came out and what was Justin I don't know I don't remember where he landed in the 70s somewhere but I just give there was an old video of Robert Quinn number 48 on that list hmm. just last year 
Wow. Which is pretty amazing. Top 50 to not in the league. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, he seemed cooked in Philadelphia, but we'll see. He's, he also seems to be that every other year guy. Like, it's all or nothing with him. So, hey, bring it back, baby. Bring it back. We'll talk We'll talk our uh, we'll depth chart here in a sec. Uh, what I forgot to mention, Dan, also, when we've been – you know, we we spent a lot of time prepping for these episodes, obviously, and I neglected to yeah. mention during that prep, Mercedes Lewis, Mercedes Lewis. I never. It looks like Mercedes. I know mm-hmm. that Dan Weederer calls him Big Dog. He was tweeting a lot about Big Dog Lewis, Big Dog. Like that's that's Big stupid. Dog. Yeah, I've not seen that. It's inappropriate. It's, it's the only place it's coming from is weeds. Um, <laughs> I just looked him up pro a pro football (laughs) reference and it says his nickname is Big Dog. Ah, I was hoping we unfortunately damn it. Damn it. I hope uh you're you're a big tight end guy. Were you uh, you were very excited if I if I recall your first impression of that pickup was um ecstasy, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. Why why is he on the team? What what purpose do we have? I did count today. We have six tight ends on the roster, which would make uh, Ryan Pace very uneasy to have less than eleven tight ends on a <laughs> on a on a uh, preseason roster. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't recall what he signed for. It was peanuts, right? Like it's it's really yeah. not of any significance. He's thirty nine years old. Amazing. He's He's not that much younger than we are, Bill. And I, mm-hmm. I woke mm-hmm. up just real sore today, so I can't imagine someone like him and how he his body feels. And it's mm-hmm. he's a third string tight end, right? So whatever, it didn't cost yeah. us anything. And he's an old vet who could maybe help, you know, Cole Komet figure out more red zone action. I I don't really know. It felt unnecessary, but you know, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, you you mentioned that you woke up today sore for no reason. I uh, I was mowing the lawn today, and I feel like I absolutely blew out my hip. I was like, "What? <laughs> what is wrong with me? It's completely ridiculous." I mean, we're we're obviously already in gray ball shape. We'll talk about that maybe yeah. to wrap up the show. Uh, yeah. Well, Phil, let me just let yeah, me just jump on good. top there. Uh, this weekend, I had massive back spasms reaching down to grab a bag. I hadn't even touched the bag yet, and it just, my back just went out on me. So um, now imagine that you're <laughs> suiting up in Lake Forest, mm-hmm. just taking random shots from Jack Sanborn for no reason at all, and it, I would be dead. I would die. So, you know, third yeah. string tight end. So be it for big dog. I actually like now that I, I didn't know his nickname was big dog. And now I'm all in. I'm glad he's on the team. Same. And Dan, let me piggyback a little bit. Last night I was sleeping and I I rolled over from right side to left side. Absolutely crushed my testicles between my <laughs> legs and woke up in a lot of pain. That's what happens sometimes when you're 40 plus years old. I, I didn't yeah. even touch him with my hands, Dan. I didn't even, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if that's worse or better than back spasms, but I had testicle spasms, not a great 2 a.m. wake up. Well, you know, uh, your, your testicles both have nicknames. Uh, don't you nickname them <laughs> big dogs, <laughs> the big dogs, 
the big yes. dogs got bit last night. <laughs> Chris and Doinks, sorry if I woke you up. I started screaming because the big dogs got smashed. The big dogs got smashed. They did. Zero dogs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Big dog is on the left. And big paws is on the right. Big paws. Big paws. Come big on. Big paws and big dog. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, it, I love it. So I'm, it's, I'm, it's, a, yeah, it's a lot of fun growing old. It really is. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, he's 39. He's basically sounds like another uh, offensive tackle more than a tight end at this point. It's kind of eh, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. If we have to rely on him, we're probably in a lot of trouble would be my guess. I liked it as I'm looking at his stats from last year with the Packers. He had seven targets, but he caught six of them for 66 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, very efficient. Yes. It's just. Uh, it's great hands it's great hands he's, he's killing me he's got yeah he's got 39 he's got a he's got a touchdown for every year of his life he's got 39 career touchdowns beautiful which, which beautiful. is great well yeah why not why not yeah get a why? little get a little knowledge in there who gives a fuck he's huge isn't he like he's he's a uh, very tall and very thick if i'm he's not six, mistaken six six two sixty seven he's a he's a big dog He's a big dog. He really is. He really yeah. is. Okay. All right. Welcome to the team, Mercedes. Yeah. Mercedes. Indeed. Um, do we care about how camp's going? I'm I'm getting pretty sick of the daily reports. I'm just I'm looking for no injuries, like no major injuries. Yep. Sounds like people are a bit dingy, but nothing crazy. Are you taking anything away from like the daily tweets and or beat writer reports? No, we're really in the thick of just trash online with, uh, ooh, look at this throw. Ooh. And, 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 you know, you brought up a good point if we we're, like, overcompensating for Mitch. Is it okay if he throws an interception compared to JF1? Uh, it's just That's just hanging in the back of my mind whenever I read about, ooh, yeah. Justin, just does look sharp. He threw another interception to just Jack Sanborn. I don't know why I keep mentioning Sanborn. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm the same way. I just scan I just scan the reports mostly for injuries. I don't even put a lot of stock into who's playing and who's not, especially, you know, some of these veteran offensive linemen. I think Nate Davis hasn't practiced much. Um finally back today. Yeah, Whatever. I mean, who cares? are we worried about that? I mean, I'm no. almost okay with no. him not getting dinged up. I mean, he's a yeah. vet and he's just just save just save your reps, man. So, um you know, I guess maybe I have a little interest in, you know, how the wide receivers are doing. I guess Claypool's been okay, but look, we're we're taking a lot of uh I feel like we take a lot of our you and I specifically are too much on Twitter and we're taking yeah. a lot of our information from uh what I don't want I don't want this to sound shitty like media me, semi pro media people. Yeah who are yeah. who are giving us updates and so which i i don't know do we trust those people more than like dan weeder who's gonna like i feel like he could watch claypool catch 17 straight balls and the 18th one that hits the ground he's like nope looks terrible so <laughs> who knows we just need to get the season started like as i'm sick of it to your point long story very long just looking for injuries who's staying healthy beautiful uh 
preseason game number one. We are not going to preview that game or any of the other games because that seems like a waste of your valuable time, listeners. Uh, the depth chart did come out, though. That's like the only good thing that that happens around this time of year. I didn't see anything too crazy outside of um, looks like a couple people might be in some trouble, though. Uh, old Ryan Pace guys, Kindle Vildor and uh, Travis Gibson. They're very they, they look buried. They're both, uh, I don't even know what string it is, but they're, they're dead last. So that's, that was noticeable to me. I don't know. I don't know if you noticed anything else. I was very surprised that Justin Fields was the starter over PJ Walker. I was shocked. <laughs> well, I guess, is it significant that PJ Walker is over Nathan Peterman? I mean, I, I don't, doesn't really matter if Fields is down and it sees it's shit anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I think you hit it right on the head, Phil Dor. Um, yeah, Gibson, I guess is, is surprising. Is it, is this like a wake up call for him to sort of get his shit together? I mean, I've had high hopes for him since we drafted him and he's been, he's been pretty disappointing. Um, yeah, people love this. I don't know if it's an undrafted free agent this year, but Terrell or Terrell Lewis, I don't know. I, Sorry, mm-hmm. Terrell or Terrell, but he's apparently been awesome. I don't even know if he's ahead of him on the depth chart, though. I don't have the depth he chart. He is, now. yeah. I'm okay. looking at it now. He's one spot ahead of of Travis. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. This is another thing. Like, someone's probably gonna get. You know, we we're gonna have some injuries. We need some depth. I don't. You know, I I see. I saw a few people on Twitter today saying like, "Oh, if you're gonna bury him on the." depth chart and just cut him and, and let him go somewhere else why the fuck would we do that no why on earth would we do that there's no upside to that so um it just goes back to just being too much online and we just need to get this season on on its way <laughs> mm-hmm. um you know i guess on the offensive side of the ball i'm our offensive line depth just our offensive line in general is still concerning i'll just say Seeing Cody Whitehair starting doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel great. Uh, is Nate Davis dingy? Who knows? Tevin Jenkins. I think I said to you uh, uh, via text, like, can we officially be, like, upset that he's always hurt? Like, it seems like he's the reports are he's always coming off the field. Mm-hmm. He's always got something going on. So, you know, his backup is Alex Leatherwood. Jesus on the Christ. depth chart so that that's scares me that mm-hmm. that absolutely scares me so you know it's depth is a problem i think across the board with this team but you know why it's i like i like the direction we're heading in but nothing yeah. nothing jumps out to me as crazy velas i guess is our returner i guess so we're doing that again i think i feel like that's only because dante pettis is like dead also like i I don't know that he's practiced at all so that may just be by default i'll be curious to see if that adjusts at all but and i think he's he was pretty high in the depth chart for wideouts too i noticed because i was curious if he'd be on the chopping block but he looks so far he looks safe he looks safe so yeah i'm good with it cairo santos is is starting so that's that's big i think they i think we just let let go of a kicker today (laughs) Oh yeah. I think, okay. I think so. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that shouldn't be news. 
Cairo. It is number eight this year, not number two. Is maybe maybe we'll actually start making important extra points. Then that'd be good. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't. I I forgot he was number two. I went to DJ yeah. Moore. Huh? Did you think you think DJ Moore had to pay for that? I would hope not. I I hopefully just like looked at him and was like, just give me the number two, please. <laughs> yeah, shut up, shut yeah. up, kicker. Give me number two. Shut up. I heard you. I heard you gave Bill Doig's kid an autograph and Rick Fieldsman's kid an autograph a few years ago. Give me your jersey. <laughs> that's probably how it, pizza. Yeah. You think TJ Moore is the reason we're on uh, cameo now? You think he put yeah. in a good word with the uh, the higher ups? Like I'd I'd love to get to know those guys. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I bet he's very perverse in his downtime as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't think there's a coincidence that Pee Wee Herman died for us to live on Cameo. I think that's, I think there's oh. a correlation there. There could it's be. It's a, it's a one in one out situation. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying with Cameo. Oh, wow. Okay. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. We sort of just fit right into that bucket of, uh, we're, we're just going to go into a, uh, public theater and just pull our cocks out. So that makes sense. Rest in peace though. Uh, Paul Rubens. Hey, I'm Pee Wee. Hey, hey, ha-ha. Jerry. Ha ha. Watch me jerk off. Ha ha. Boof, boof. <laughs> we had one of those dolls in our house where you pull the pull the oh. string and he says something, and not a sex doll. Not where's the Where's doll. the string, buddy? <laughs> oh, baby. It was absolutely under those gray trousers of his. <laughs> I think we're in on Pee Wee, though. Although I, I, you you put a vote on our WhatsApp uh, chat mm-hmm. with the fans and eggs, and I said I was in, and then I started reading about his life again. And I forgot that not only did he spank it in that theater, I believe there may have been some inappropriate photos found on a laptop. Oh no! Really? Yeah, which oh, I'd I totally I... forgotten about. Yeah, so Oof. I don't think I knew maybe. that. Yeah, so I don't know if that killed him, but you know, I don't. <laughs> well, Rest in peace, I guess. Unless yeah, he guess... was a child porn guy, then fuck, fuck off. I yeah, I, I don't know. I guess do your own research on whether you're in or out on Pee Wee. At this point, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in. Because I've not done much research. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers could respect that. Exactly. <laughs> I've done my own research yet. Uh, perfect. Uh, Pee Wee also did not get any vaccines. He was afraid that he was gonna. He wanted to have kids after his fifties in his late fifties. He wanted anything getting in the way. Uh, no vaccines. Not even for smallpox. Okay, that's well. He died for our sins, I guess. He did. He absolutely did. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All Rubens. Who the hell is who the hell's gonna buy a video from us on Cameo? <laughs> this is awful. There nobody's gonna interest in except for Darren in Dublin. Hopefully they take Euro. Um, I don't know how that works. <laughs> is Cameo working? across the pond i don't know is there internet i don't don't think so i doubt it um (laughs) 
you mentioned earlier media and you mentioned Justin Fields. Let me marry both together, Dan, and let's talk about the Athletics QB Tears article that we talk about every year and we're going to until somebody says something nice about a Chicago Bear. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you had time to look at it. This is this actually, I think that started our first episode. Happy five years, Dan. Happy yep. five years again. Um, yeah, you were, you and I were very upset at the athletic for putting Mitch very low, like almost as low as you could go for a starting quarterback. And we just, we fought that tooth and nail. I believe I, couldn't stop talking about just that one pass he had against the Eagles in the playoff game to Allen Robinson to set up the field goal. That's like all the evidence I could produce. Um, I don't have anything in front of me, Dan. <laughs> I do. We do were okay. we were so mad, and I I wish I well I'll see if I can go back to see where Mitch landed, but we were furious. We were so upset. Uh, yes. I think I was also making a big push to not to not have a kicker on your team, uh, yes. if I recall. So we've grown up very little, actually. Now that I think about it, mm. um, so yeah. So the, the tears for uh, this. I mean, I'm looking through it. Tier, should I just rattle through them? Sure. Uh, tier one: Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Rogers, Herbert. That's tier one. We got any beef with that? No beef. I guess you? the only so tier no that makes sense tier two, uh the first one is Jalen Hurts, I you could talk me into him being tier one he's he's okay. a good fringe guy Lamar J uh, this is in order Lamar Jackson Trevor Lawrence Dak Prescott uh, Matthew Stafford Stafford we is he is he falling off a little bit Yeah, yeah you probably could have afforded to drop him a little bit further that might have been a little unfair, yeah but yeah that's fine deshaun watson at 11 and kirk cousins at 12 um is watson is watson too high or or am i just being too, um too recent in the bias category i think he's i mean i think it's it's completely unknown i think he should be a tier one guy uh if not for his creepiness and he feels like he hasn't played in like 13 years so okay uh yeah i would be i think he's probably a bit too high he's just above kirk cousins uh behind stafford you know i think it's interesting that uh well i guess who's voting on this is it it's it's, 50, it's like anonymous 50, people throughout the league i think here it is 50 okay. league insiders uh it's 50 league insiders okay so what is that? Um, 10 head coaches, 15 okay, coordinators, 10 executives, four quarterback coaches, and three involved in coaching and analytics. So I don't know if that, that doesn't seem to add up to 50, but I'm not a math guy, but like Lamar Jackson is at seven. And how about mm -hmm. all the bullshit he had to go through to get like mm -hmm. contract stuff? He's the seventh best quarterback in the league, according yeah. to these experts. How, how silly is that? Yeah, that's knock just, it off. That's... Knock it off, Ravens. And Dak Prescott at nine. I don't. Yeah, no, no, mm -mm. no. Mm -mm. He's not not going to do it for me. So tier three, uh, which is described as uh, as a legitimate starter but needs a heavier running game and or defensive component to win a lower volume drop back passing offense suits him best. 
So in order, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, eh. yeah. Jared Goff, 15, 16 is Russell Wilson, 17 is Tua. I guess that Tua kind of feels right just because he has talent around him. You take yeah. that talent away and he drops, I think, out of that tier completely. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 18, Daniel Jones, 20, Geno Smith, uh, 21, Justin Fields. Okay. So here we are, JF1. So he's 21. He's sandwiched between Geno Smith and Ryan Tannehill. And then Mac Jones uh, wraps up tier three. So um, I think uh, by dis- by description, I think that's probably right where he current where he currently sits. He needs mm-hmm. a lot around him. Uh, just kind of he's still in the unproven state. Now he's his ceiling is a lot higher than the guys I'm looking at ahead of him. You know, yeah. like Garoppolo, Daniel Jones, uh, Gino, Ryan Tannehill. So if you were to ask all of these folks in tier three, except maybe Kyler Murray. Um, I think they would all take Justin Fields ahead of him just based yeah. off of his ceiling. So I will say, unlike our Mitch rage, Mitch was probably around the same spot. If I, I think, if, if I think I he was low. I think he was a little worse, but not, not a ton. He's probably, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if, if so I don't, I don't want to, you know, I guess we don't want to make the mistake of definitively saying this is bullshit. Uh, I wish he was higher, but I, I can understand why he's not. But his ceiling is uh, it's, you know, he's got a lot of room for improvement and the the skills are there. It's it, it but it, he is dependent, obviously, on the pieces around him. So I I think he's probably appropriately where he needs to be. And in yes. the end, uh, not none of the shit matters. So I, what do you what are your thoughts? So I have one simple thought. I, when I looked at it, I was nervously scrolling and relieved that he wasn't uh, worse, if you will. So that was good. So I guess I have more than one thought. That's one thought. I, I also, <laughs> also immediately, uh, they do a good job, at least on the website version of the athletic, uh, the, the phone version, I should say the mobile version. Um, they do a good job of, um, being able to look at how other guys were rated the year before. And I immediately wanted to see how he compared to Jalen Hurts. Cause we've been talking forever that we want this to be, you know, Justin Fields 2023. We want to be the same version of Jalen Hurts in 2022, right? That make that huge leap. And Hurts last year uh, was ranked a little bit lower going into last year, a little huh. bit lower average. He was also third tier. Um, but he was his average was below three and fields is a little higher. Uh, Hertz did not get any tier two votes last year and fields got five. So take that for what it's worth. People see a little higher upside for fields going into this year as opposed to Hertz going to last year. That's how I'm taking it, Dan. That's how I'm taking it. And what do you say Hertz was top? He what was he number seven now something like that and just signed. He's six. Stuff. He's six. He's so he just okay. missed tier. He just missed tier one. Okay. So, so uh, and that yeah. doesn't mean anything for Fields, obviously, but right. it goes back to the upside, like you said. That there's there's a huge gap between where Fields is today and a lot of those olds in between him and him in the next year potentially. So, yeah, I think I think it's probably exactly where he is. We never 
would have ever guessed that Geno Smith would even be in this conversation anywhere near like top 20. So that's kind of funny. Like I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time still looking at Geno Smith as a legitimate quarterback, even though he had an unbelievable year last year. I feel like if Fields isn't better than Smith this year, I'll I'll be stunned. I will eat the flies that are flying around <laughs> my my Zero Doig's Cove right now. So yeah, guys like that, uh, like you said, Garoppolo. Yeah, the sky's the limit, baby. And I'm not I'm not upset. I'm I'm happy he wasn't thirty. If he was thirty or something like that, I would have been fucking pissed. Yeah, great, great point, by the way, on Geno Smith. Like, that guy's, I mean, he's going to fall off this year. I feel pretty confident about that. He got paid a little bit. I don't know who that team might not be as good. That that was a fluke year, and I get why the Seahawks, they have to stick with him at this point, but mm-hmm. I cannot see him repeating that again. So, you know, he's the exact opposite of Fields. Like, Geno Smith, that was his ceiling that we saw last year, and yeah. he's 20. So he's can only go down from there. Uh, just to finish it off, tier four um, is is uh, a quarterback that could uh, be an unproven player, uh, not enough information for voters to classify, or a veteran who ideally would not start all 17 games. So the, uh, leading that off at 24 is Brock Purdy. Is Purdy for sure going to start? Are they done with uh, Lance? Yeah. Yeah, Lance is like number three behind Oof. that Sam Darnold, even it sounds like. Oh my and god. Purdy should be back week one, it sounds like. Sounds like his elbows. What the hell happened? I mean they've just should've given just up on Justin him. Fields. Why don't you just draft Justin Fields? Stupid uh, fucks. Thank thank God. So mm-hmm. twenty four is Brock Purdy, twenty five Kenny Pickett, uh twenty six is Jordan Love. Love Beautiful. to see it. Mm-hmm. Get it? Uh twenty six is Baker. 28 sam howell what's washington doing sam howell weird you're weird 29 29's desmond ritter and 30 is gardner Minshew <laughs> with the colts is he is he their start I, oh it'd be richardson right the rookie yeah which they start should just the roll out yeah just start the rookie you got nothing to lose just start yeah. richardson I think he has a chance to be electric. I, I kind of want to see him play. Yeah. It feels like he's going to be an all or nothing guy. Like he's, he could, <laughs> he could potentially throw for five touchdowns, but also throw seven. Like I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for it. Should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. I'm glad, uh, glad we're not in that conversation of having to worry about a, a boomer bust guy. Or are we? I don't think so. I don't think, I think we're out of the bust territory. I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're okay. Well. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see. Hopefully, I don't eat those words as well. <laughs> um, all right. So you you mentioned Jordan Love. Love that he is behind Kenny Pickett and uh, Brock Purdy. I find that funny. Um, are we paying a lot of attention to the NFC North teams this preseason? You're like you said. You're very online. Did you notice all the jokes flying around about family night with the Packers? And the quotes from who's it, Adam Shine on CBS. He went on a rant about Jordan Love saying that he doesn't think he can play football. There's been a lot. It, things have been very chirpy. I've tried to stay out of it online, uh, but I've <laughs> definitely observed it all. And uh, I, I've not paid any attention to the Vikings hand up and Lions, you know, we'll, we'll just see what happens. 
How about you? Are you are you in heavily invested in our enemies? Yeah, I would say, I mean, obviously the Lions are getting a shitload of hype, uh, which still feels like, oh, it's the Lions. Who gives a shit? Um, Vikings, I feel like have been relatively like off my radar. I feel like I've heard nothing about the Vikings and they'll probably be just be more of the same without, you know, Adam Thielen's gone. Uh, Cook, did Dalvin Cook officially sign with the, I know I he was hanging so. around the Jets, but, yeah. um, but obviously the, the, it's a lot of chatter with the Packers and, you know, it just as it goes with the, with the Bears, like who, who knows what to believe with Jordan Love. I mean, it sounds like he's not been very good, but I'll believe it when I see it. And so yep. um, the family night thing is is funny to me because it seems like Packer fans are very chirpy about it, which means, you know, that they're worried, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what they're I mean, how many years I've never literally never heard of any comparisons of family night in green Bay compared to so what's goes on at soldier field, which yeah. is always a low attended event. Like I don't, it feels like the bears don't care. Uh, it feels like they half ass it. Whereas the Packers have like fucking fireworks and it's a nighttime event and so on and so on. So um, the fact that they're bringing it up means like, whoa, they have their priorities have shifted, which makes me feel great. So, yeah. um, I, I yeah I I like I like the vibe I'm getting from uh, what's going on in Green Bay as compared to here, but you know we're all stupid Bears fans and we take the bait as well. Like, can I also just make a a, a plea for Bears fans on Twitter and then let's sure. let's go back to Family Night. Mm-hmm. I think Twitter, if if I had the ability to ban one particular thing on Twitter, it would be. Uh, all Justin Fields, Ohio State highlights. Oh, God. Like, if you're a Bears fan and you are justifying how well Justin can, uh, JF1 can throw the ball, and you're using a throws from a college football playoff game from Ohio State, just stop it. Just stop it. I can't see those anymore. You look like an idiot. That might as well have happened in the 1980s at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So... Thank it you. drives me fucking crazy to see like, oh, oh, he can't throw. Look at this. I mean, you might as well just show fucking high school highlights at this point. Sh- show him on a baseball field. I don't know. Like, it's all the same to me. He's in the NFL. He's in his third year. Stop showing me highlights from college. I don't see Trevor Lawrence highlights from college. I don't see highlights from any other quarter. I look. I'm not on ja- I'm not on Jaguar Twitter. Maybe that does happen, but Jaguar Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but just just knock it off. I mean, do you do you you? It sounds like you feel the same way. Yes, I've only seen one other quarterback um, highlights still from college, and his name is Jordan Love. I've seen Packer fans posting Love highlights, which confirms your point. Okay. Knock it off, Bears fans. Knock it off. Jordan loves are like if 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 Fields highlights are from the 1980s, like Jordan loves are from World War II. Basically, I think I saw Oppenheimer <laughs> catching some of those catching some of those passes from Love at Utah State. Just hey, hey, is that is that, is that Albert Einstein over there? He has incredible hands, by the way. Einstein, oh, incredibly does. just soft, meaty. 
Uh, it's fantastic. He caught one in his hair from love okay. in, the, in the end zone yeah. too. Yeah, there were no but helmets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knock it. Yeah. So knock it off. Listen to Dan, Bears fans. Don't be like Packers fans that are posting Jordan Love Utah State highlights because because there's literally what he has like 12 NFL passes, basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> be best, be better. Week one is going to be such a shit show. I, I, that episode, that episode that we're going to have going into week one, Bears Packers, like it's, it's with all the shit that's being talked, that that game is just going to be so fucking explosive and it's going to be such a dud for one team or the other. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready to face that yet. But anyway, it's a yeah, must win game. It, Let's it just is. call it. Week it one is, is for, must win. It will set the tone. Yeah. It will set the tone. Fans specifically, it is. No doubt. And the Bears. No doubt. Definitely Bears fans. Yeah. Both teams. Loser. Mm -hmm. It will set the tone Mm -hmm. for a loser for the entire year. It will set the tone for the winner for the entire year. So it it's must win. And it's a new era of Packer football. (laughs) And if we somehow get fucking smoked, and also had always has the potential of what what year. When did don't, we open with the Packers? Twenty nights, twenty nineteen, when it was a mm-hmm. ten to three, like terrible mm-hmm. shit show of a game. Like it has that potential mm-hmm. as well. So stop it. Uh, stop it. I hope. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. <laughs> just I don't want. I don't like to see you get hurt, Bell. So I'm just just throwing it out there. So yeah, be be better, Bears fans. That's mm-hmm. that's the final point on the mm-hmm. Packers stock. Is just when they go low, you go high. Stop yeah. showing Justin Fields uh, college highlights. Listen to my friend, Dan. Uh, if you need Dan to roast somebody via cameo that is posting uh, Justin Fields, Ohio State highlights or yeah. Jordan Love highlights, just go on cameo, search zero doinks, click our buttons, and we'll make it happen for you. Uh, Dan, we think the Packers are going to be bad, obviously, of course. We think Jordan Love's going to be horrible. Are the Bears going to be good? Let's just end this segment. Do we feel like after, even though we're trying not to, you know, dig too deep into all of the training camp bullshit that we keep reading, are the Bears going to be good? Do you feel, how do you feel now versus when we made our predictions before? I don't even know what we said. Who cares? (laughs) But just (laughs) because we're not going to put any stock in the preseason games, you and me. That's not what we do. No, we want them to be healthy. But are we, are we actually going to be good? Was that last year when we were making up highlights before the preseason games were happening? 2020. 2020. And, and amazing that you say that at the end of this episode, you will hear the Bears-Titans post-game uh, that we had from that uh, possibly canceled because of COVID preseason game uh, in 2020. So you are just, yeah. you're magic. You are a magical guy, Dan. Linda Lips, right? Was it? I think so. I think that was. I think that that one got as squirrely as as humanly possible. Absolutely, yeah. Um, That's who we're playing Saturday, right? We're playing playing the Titans. So, uh, are we good? We're better. I'll say we're better. Um, I don't know. Like, I I find myself. I'm a. I'm a. Would you say that I'm more pessimistic on this podcast in comparison to you when it comes to the Bears? 100%, like, hundred percent. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fair. I I no knew offense. the answer. I just wanted none taken. Um, 
I'm, but I'm. This is the time of the year when I like I'm chugging the Kool Aid and I'm I'm ready to get hurt. I feel like the Bears have a legitimate shot to win the, the division. I yes. really do. I don't believe in the Lions. It's very well documented. I think the Lions suck. Shame on you guys for falling in love with the Lions last year. Um, <laughs> I think the Kirk Cousins is is uh, you know we we actually I did watch some of that quarterback show by the way. Speaking of Kirk mm. Cousins, mm-hmm. we should talk about that at some point. Okay. Um, I think they're due to fall off. I'm not buying that. Packers should be bad. So I, I think this Bears team could could make some magic happen. But, you know, I in the back of my mind, I keep thinking, like, we won three fucking games last year. Yeah, they were close, but we were a really bad football team. Um, and it's, like, on paper, if I was an unbiased person looking at our roster, I'd probably go, mm-hmm. eh, it's not a whole lot here to get me excited. Mm-hmm. So I think we have a shot to get to be like the Cubs this year, I think we have a shot to be frisky. That's what I said at the beginning of the, uh, during the early season of baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry if that's a touchy subject for you right now. Very. I think we, we have, we have the chance to be frisky much like the Cubs are right now. Like get in the, in the mix, make some teams uncomfortable and see where it goes. I mean, we're, cl- we're clearly building for the future still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like where we're at currently uh, as compared to last year, obviously. Last year was yeah. fucking dog shit. So yeah. how about yeah. you? Are you just are you all in? Are you like this is a Super Bowl contender? We're what I know for sure. I don't need to mince words. It's almost 10 o'clock Tuesday, mm-hmm. August, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, we are winning the NFC North this year. Oh, and whoa. Yeah. Happy holidays. It's, it, it's it's happening. Uh, we may be nine and eight, but it's happening and yeah, yeah, lines are going to fall off. They're not going to be able to, to play well with the weight of expectations on them. Vikings, they're going to absolutely regress. They'll probably be six and 11. I think the Packers probably be about six and 11, which is perfect. Like stay out of that top five to 10 draft pick area. That's, that's my one fear about the Packers that they're going to be so bad and realize that love sucks so bad that they're going to get the dude from USC that I think is going to be fucking awesome. Uh, and I don't oh. want that to Caleb Williams. So he's overrated. I'm calling it right now. Overrated. And he might be, but I yeah. think he's good. I think he's going to be good. Um, he's so too yeah. short. He's too short. He's too short. I don't even know how tall he is. He's in my <laughs> mind. He's too short. Don't, don't know. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, bears are winning the North. I don't, I don't see any way that that doesn't happen. And if you consider yourself pessimistic, Dan, certainly compared to me, that that might be true. I don't think overall you necessarily are. Rick Fieldsman is always so optimistic going into each year. The second the Bears play poorly, I'm not sure he watches another game all year. (laughs) (laughs) So you are miles, I don't know if it's ahead or behind of of Rick in terms of, you know, being nervous about the downside of of each season, Mm -hmm. which is justified let's be honest the bears have let us down our entire life for the most part yeah but this is the this is the best time of the year when we talk ourselves into uh just 17 and 0 uh season mm-hmm. and and a lot of times for us bears fans it falls apart quickly so enjoy enjoy these fleeting moments while we can and we'll take it i, I like it nfc north champs you heard it here 
probably not first, but definitely last. I don't know what that means. I know exactly what it means. It means it's time to get the hell out of this segment. It's been lovely. Uh, but let's just talk. We'll do a mini Big Ten minute, and then we'll wrap the up after that, because there has been big Big Ten news that we got to talk about. Dan, a pleasure as always. You, honestly, right now, you remind me of Pee Wee Herman in every way imaginable. I love you. <laughs> a lot I will let you down. A lot I will make you hurt. Weirdest Big Ten Minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten Minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Uh, Big Ten is getting a little weird. Um, Bill, I remember a time when the Big Ten was only uh, Midwest and uh, Rust Belt. Is that a thing? What do we call that? Sure. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's not the. It's not the Big Ten that we grew up with, Bill. And they've added more teams uh, at the expense of the Pac-12. Um, Oregon and Washington are in. Is that a, that's official. That's next year. Um, it's crazy, crazy times. I I love the thought of all of it, but I want to, what are your thoughts? Are you, you know, one of these people like, Oh, give me the, give me the big 10. I liked it when it was actually 10 teams. Oh, I could handle Penn state. Oh, Penn state. And their their coaches, the coaches do it the right way. They get them children in there and to teach them the program. And they take them into the locker room. And they teach them how the fundamentals of football. Yeah, there was problems. But they teach them how to play football. And they add a Nebraska. And they add a Rodgers. What's a Rodgers? I don't know what I don't know what all that was. But I do feel like I've bumped into a I, I asked you a question and then I won't let you answer it. Um <laughs> You know what that was? I think that was Paul Rubin's brother, Ron. That was Ron Ron Rubin's huge traditionalist when it comes to college football. I miss the BCS. Give me the AP poll. You know, I do. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I'm Ron Rubin's. I do the voice, too. Ha, ha. Send us <laughs> but I have, uh, to my point, I've run into multiple people who are upset that the Big Ten is no longer the Big Ten and there's West Coast teams. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Who cares? Who cares? I think it's awesome. You tell, I'm not letting you answer this question that's at all. Fine, that's fine. You mean keep to tell going, me. Keep going, Ron. I have a buddy who's a Purdue fan who is just all, not, not bent out of shape, but he's just mildly annoyed i'd say that like you know all these west coast teams are in i was like you mean to tell me you're not gonna watch purdue at 9 p.m playing in the rose bowl on a fucking saturday night grow up buddy you can bet on purdue football 
playing in Oregon. That place is going to be rocking. You're probably going to call your buddies and be like, hey, do you want to take a trip out there to see him play? Isn't this awesome and weird? Grow up. It's I think it's I think it's great. And I can't wait to see USC playing in like Maryland at 9 a.m. West Coast time. <laughs> yeah, I it, it's a huge advantage, I think, honestly, for everybody but the teams on the West Coast for every sport imaginable i saw some people grasping their pearls gripping their pearls what's that i don't Clutch, know the expression. clutching their pearls clutching right their pearls. like about um you know oh god the, imagine the softball team from penn state <laughs> having to fly to you know washington for it's like i it's i i i'm sorry but that's not the first thing i think about when i the thing I think about is how happy I am that Illinois is in the Big Ten. That's literally the first yeah. thing I think about and right. not in the Pac-12, like, because we'd probably be left behind. Um, I, lo- yes. I watch. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Our yeah. schools would have been out immediately. No, we are riding Ohio State and Michigan's uh, coattails through this whole yeah. fucking thing. And I'm not afraid to say it. And it's fantastic. I have no shame about it. And anybody that denies that oh go fuck yourself peewee's dead so i i watch college football i watch all those games and gamble on those games all night you know after i probably had too many hams and i'm watching a utah state to go back to that game you know on like the cbs sports network i cannot wait to watch illinois against washington or whoever although i can't gamble on that jb pretzker um Thanks, Iowa. I blame Iowa. Yeah, thanks, Iowa. You ruined it for us. Fuck you, Iowa. Fuck you, Iowa State. Iowa State and Ohio State. And while, while we're talking about it, it's fuck you, Iowa State. It's, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch a random Sunday night college basketball game like Illinois at Oregon or something. Like, I'm, I'm going to consume all of it and have no issue with it. I don't think it's not a problem for Minnesota or Illinois to travel to USC and UCLA as much as it is going to be for them to fly East. I'm also very excited. I'm very short-sighted about this. I want that 2024 schedule blown up because it's very bad for Illinois. So let's blow this fucker up and, and they, they're going to have to redo it. They're absolutely going to have to redo it. I think we had to play like us at usc and like i think at michigan maybe at ohio state too it's like oh no let's let's not do that so yeah let's get let's get weird because i don't know what they're gonna do with the scheduling if they're gonna have to do pods now i don't know what the fuck they're doing they got to reimagine the whole thing though and that's that's fine i have no problem with that this is an amazing time to bring back uh the leaders and legends uh (laughs) divisions um yeah i don't I don't know Sorry, how I threw a lot. Gonna... I threw a lot at you. I threw a lot at you. I apologize. All good. Yeah. So I guess I didn't even realize that they had already slotted USC and UCLA into schedules next year. I guess I didn't even realize that. Yep. Are they cutting down a non-conference game? I, yeah. I, they're going to have to blow it all up. Yeah. It's going to all have to change. And I think, so how many big 10 teams do we have now? 18 or is that, I don't uh 16 i think i think although i'm really confused it might be 18 i don't know if i'm Maybe. counting usc ucla um, so big research they, guys yeah well i mean are they just gonna have to go like straight divisions at some point like which would um, be funny if we were like multiple like more than two that they're currently in yeah thinking, like four different i mean maybe and I, I know that the original idea was to protect two rivals for most teams and play those teams every year so I think Minnesota's were probably 
Wisconsin and uh, Iowa, maybe, Iowa, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Illinois were uh, Northwestern, rest in peace, and Purdue. So, oh. which, fine, fine, whatever. So I don't want that to be touched because that seems advantageous for Illinois football. I can't yeah. speak for for Minnesota football. So I don't I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. Do you go like four divisions of? Help us out, Rick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because with just thinking off the top of my head, you do the Pac-12 teams in a division. Then it'd be like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, and Nebraska. Then Probably. it'd be like, I think you, well, I, I feel like we're going to have not, not a, I don't know who gives there a might shit. Be 16 teams. There might be 18. Rick slide into our DMs. Yeah. But like with the, when does the, the expanded playoff take place? Is that next year? Is that the year might after? Be next year too? Yeah. I think it correlates with expansion. So it will be interesting to, this coming up here, you're saying, or no, the no, next, no. Year? next year, I think, I think next, next year. year. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I can't even keep it straight. Like, I had to this Google segment today. It's like two idiots talking about college football. It kind of is, but, I, yeah, but it's confusing. I feel like it's it's been moving so fast that it's hard to keep track of uh, what the fu- – I feel like Colorado was the one who started all of mm-hmm. this, right? Like, they mm-hmm. were moving to the Big 12, and then Pac- everyone else in Pac-12 was like, well, fuck this, I'm out. Like, yeah. this is terrible. And – um. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, I Googled to say, I was like, where did Stanford go? Like, Stanford's just still in the, Nowhere. there's like four teams left, right? Yes. yes. I mean. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And there are rumors that the ACC is trying to woo them and Cal. It's like, the, I mean, it's all stupid at this point, I guess. Who cares? But <laughs> that seems incredibly weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, the ACC having a couple West coast, whatever, who cares? I feel bad for like Washington state and Oregon state more than I do Cal and, and Stanford. Yeah. Cause they'll find their way, but those poor beavers are shivering. They've been abandoned. They're orphans. Yeah. Those beavers, <laughs> those beavers, those poor little beavers. Yeah. That's a bummer, I guess, but maybe they keep that on as one, like a rivalry non-conference thing, like Oregon, Oregon state, or yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. I think it's awesome. You know, I lo- I fucking love the chaos. And someone brought up a good point on the radio today. It's like, you know, for years, uh, even talking about, like, expanding the college football playoffs, it's like, we got to think about the students. They're student athletes. They're students first. And now they have fucking Washington flying to Rutgers to play a football game. And to your point, like, softball team's got to play like fly out for a fucking weekend and play a series and then they got to fly to nebraska and play it's like yeah it's it's all it's all about money and how how you're gonna get rich uh all of this notre dame's just just gonna do nothing right like that was the speculations like notre dame's gonna join the big 10 eventually no way they're going to do it now right like what's the point yeah they don't need to at the moment they're only going to need to if the sec strikes again and like yeah and destroys the acc like that's that's the only thing that will motivate notre dame i think since they're like half in half out with the acc right they may have to finally make a move if they feel like they're gonna get shut out of the college football playoff that's Mm. that's it so but i don't know i don't 
I think there's re- there's financial reasons that that can't happen for a really long time for ACC teams that want to leave, like Florida State's trying to, but I think they would owe so much money that doesn't yeah. make sense. So, hmm. yeah, so I think Notre Dame will enjoy its independence for at least another uh, this is stupid to say too, but like there's like a ten year runway. It sounds like that the ACC teams need to stay. So we'll see. Well, what like just just sort of thinking out loud here. I mean, is there a scenario where a lot of these conferences say like like USC Notre Dame is is a rivalry? Yeah. Is is there a scenario where the Big Ten's like we just don't want you playing Notre Dame anymore? Mm-hmm. And then other schools and other conferences sort of take up the same stance. Like, we don't want you playing them either. That's yeah. that's not positive for our conference. Now Notre Dame's like, well, shit. We, now we got to play Navy twice a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... yeah. I guess if if for whatever reason the Big Ten says, yeah, you, like it's only conference games. Like we're doing as close to a round robin as yeah. we can. Yeah, absolutely. That's. I think maybe they have to, Notre Dame has to be forced into a decision they don't want to make. Uh, just like a lot of the Northwestern football players had to do the Cause same. Because is there really, is there really incentive for teams to play other other conferences at this point? Like if there's going to be a 12 Outside of playoff. cupcakes, no way. Like, I'd, but, yeah, yeah, give me three of the worst teams you can give me. and yeah. Right. Right. Like what would be the incentive of like even a even a Minnesota? Well, uh, it's different, but like an Ohio State, you know, if Big Ten's like you can you can play one non-conference game, otherwise we got to jam in a lot of conference games every year. They're not going to play Notre Dame, or like why would no. they do that? There's no, no. point because all they, all Ohio State has to do is make a run in the Big Ten, and they're going to be one of the top twelve teams in the in the country to make the tournament. So, yeah. no, you want to play play a preseason game bit, right? Play like Akron or Rice or Western yeah. Michigan. No offense, PJ. Uh, what yeah. going? <laughs> we don't even need to talk about that. Can we <laughs> just talk about it briefly? Okay, like, okay. We, please, right, let's talk ahead. about it. Okay, go ahead. Because uh, I did say last episode that I think we were joking. Who's going to have the next scandal? And I said Minnesota. Yeah. And you were yeah, he, you were not happy to hear it. Well. Let's. That wasn't a scandal. That was just. I, I that agree. was. That was like you know when they hit publish on that whatever that was. And and look, I'm not defending Minnesota in this. Like I, I'm on a record as saying I think P, PJ's a giant douchebag, and I love him because he's done a lot for the program. But the minute he leaves, I will hate his guts. So, <laughs> um, that that piece that was supposed to like oh you know they did that they're like fucking taken down. We so the program it. and it was like all it did was prove that he's a he's a psycho weirdo that he's self-centered <laughs> right. and he loves the attention like jesus christ i'm just gonna put on my tv on saturday i could tell you that by just watching him on the field like <laughs> i loved i love the fleck bank so much and i want to get an account uh that was amazing that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard you've like basically he's keeping a ledger of who has these fleck coins or whatever the fuck they're called <laughs> <laughs> it basically gets you out of trouble right and it, it yeah. and you snitch on players i mean you just it's and it's it's like snitching you're holding other players accountable it's just kind of how it works i mean yeah. to think that we're going from northwestern where they're basically sexually assaulting uh kids who are not even 18 to 
uh, an over over the top coach who expects people to respect him and and run a program like it's the military and I think my least favorite thing in the whole story that made me cringe the most was there's an expectation that people clap for him when he comes in the room. Did you, do you remember that? that. It was like, no, I missed it. And I, it it wasn't clear on whether it was like an applause, like clapping, like an appreciation or like, I want everyone's attention clap. Like they do Mm -hmm. in elementary schools, right? Shrek clap. Maybe a a sh- what is a Shrek clap? I still don't know what that is. Do you know? I think, I think it's when uh, I don't know if it's during a practice or a game that it was alleged that like Fitzgerald or whoever would clap above their head. I don't know what Shrek has to do with it, but they clap above either. their head, meaning that all right, put put that guy's name on the list. He's gonna be rubbing yeah. Johnson's with the right guard after practice. You know, whatever. Yeah. Right. Shrek? I don't know what Shrek has to do with it. I, yeah, I just didn't know what it actually looked like. I kind of hate Shrek. I kind of hate, kind of hate the Shrek movies. Oh, I love them. I I watched Shrek two this weekend with my kids. I'm a fan. That's, but I didn't. I didn't. There wasn't a moment where I wasn't what? thinking. I was. <laughs> there wasn't a moment where I wasn't thinking about Northwestern football yeah, while watching yeah. Shrek two. Yeah, I bet. I bet. There's some weird <laughs> Shrek gifts out there that that's what i oh. learned through this whole thing jesus yeah. christ him he's just in incredibly just thin underpants that's it like just dancing like who are these freaks <laughs> creating this stuff <laughs> i did google recently uh to send to somebody sh- uh trying to figure out what a shrek clap was and the, it was a youtube video that just and i didn't watch it i regret it now oh, not boy. watching it uh, it was said Shrek claps cheeks. <laughs> Not good. Not good. And Not so, good at all. Uh, and then it made me think of Pablo. Pablo claps yeah. cheeks as well. So exactly, um, exactly. Oh my god. Um, I don't know how we're gonna get out of this, but uh, PJ's fine. I, there was like no repercussions that I read, and yeah, that article was didn't go anywhere. But no, good for you good for you if that's the worst they can say about him that he's just a fucking lunatic like we are like you said we already knew that we already yeah knew that. yeah he's a douchebag he's a douchebag yeah. and he loves the attention that's just and and the players the anonymous players who were commenting basically just didn't like that he was kind of mean to him and he made him do a lot of work yeah sorry sorry i wish they had the opportunity to never mind not gonna say it i was gonna make a marion barber joke I apologize. Oh, I apologize. too soon. Yeah, no, way too soon. Uh, this has been <laughs> the Big Ten Minute Row That Boat. Aski Wow Wow. Actually, I don't think I'm allowed to say that anymore. Uh, go Illini. Go Huskies. Go Ducks. Go Gophers, unless they're playing Illinois. Flat coins. <laughs> Cats can break your heart. Have you begging, please? Begging, please. Oh, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Um, Bill, let's do a little baseball talk. I know you may not want to. Here we go. Hams, hams, 
hams, and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Uh, we could we could chat about the Cubs briefly, but I have a question for you: uh, Are the White Sox the worst fighting Major League Baseball team of all time? They yeah, definitely the last two that come to mind. The two big, the two big ones with Robin Ventura against Nolan Ryan, and now Tim Anderson against. Uh, Jose Ramirez, absolutely. I think they did okay against the Tigers with some brawl in the early 20 aughts. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not good. That's the least of my concerns, so Dan, and we'll get to Cubs talk here in a sec. We don't need to spend a lot of time with the White Sox. I think the White Sox might be, I think they're in the conversation for most poorly run professional organization on earth, not just baseball. Like it. It is an absolute shit show, and I think Jerry Reinsdorf loves it. I think he always has. I don't get it. Obviously, he's making enough money that he doesn't give a shit. And it, But it's like, I think Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams are absolutely going to be in charge again next year. <laughs> and in any other organization, like they would have been fired years ago. It makes no sense. I'm not even mad anymore. Like it's, I just think it's funny. I think it's stupid. I, I want to find a way to embrace it somehow, but but I don't want to have any of my money in Jerry Reinsdorf's pouches. Because um, I still love a few guys on that team that are left over. And, but it's so, like, think about how envious people were, maybe you, maybe not, like about where the White Sox were going. Like, they were like the coolest fucking franchise, coolest team youngest whatever the year that ricky renteria is last year the covid year it's like they are coming they're gonna be fucking people's couches for like the next 10 years and they got awesome marketable guys like eloy and yoan and tim anderson all at the time right and then fucking reinsdorf has to hire tony larusa and it's been a shit show ever since like that was a moment that was a moment it changed and it's it's gotten worse like every week <laughs> and they they're a disaster and i still like tim anderson like i i want to root for him i felt i felt pity for him like because i because i i kind of liked the feistiness like i like the idea of it like who gives a fuck and you're kind of fucking over the guardians too by even instigating it but you know and then he then he gets his ass kicked and it's embarrassing it's it's embarrassing again so I don't remember your question, but the White Sox just blow. They absolutely blow, and it's not really worth either of our time continuing unless you have a follow-up. I um, I do like Tim Anderson as well, and I legitimately feel bad for him because I feel like this has been just a disastrous year for him. Uh, I mean, I think that fight was so telling on how players just felt like they were checked out even during the fight. Like... <laughs> Just a great visual of those guys legitimately squaring up, like putting yeah. their hands up and the ump just backing up like, yep, <laughs> yeah. not getting involved in this. Yeah. And then the players, it didn't feel like like he got knocked out and it feel like the Sox players didn't give a shit. And that mm -hmm. was that's that was hard to watch. Um, and that was before all this talk. Was it this week with the pitcher who went to the Yankees, who's basically mm -hmm. like, 
trash in the socks and yes everyone's like yeah that's pretty much true (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but i think my favorite part of the whole fight and i don't know what i don't know what happened following it but the video of (laughs) 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 the video of eloy limping around oh god jesus christ was a hundred percent my favorite it's like how do you how do you get hurt in this? He is the most dinged up guy of all time. And I love him. I love him to pieces. I, know. I think he's I know. such like, I love him for just comedy reasons. Cause he gets hurt so easily. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's a great, like he, he, he's so talented. He could be an amazing baseball player. Uh, he should be a cub still. And I don't actually, yeah, I don't care. Obviously, don't care. Uh, but and yeah. they, it's yeah. But I was legitimately worried for many years that he was going to haunt the Cubs for many, many years. And he's just fucking hilarious. He's just yeah. funny because he gets hurt in so many awesome ways. And that one was so good. And he's he's back. Like he's not actually hurt, right? No, he's fine. He's totally fine. <laughs> I think I, I I that would probably that'd be like brain. a perfect it's- like. Yeah, his brain's yeah. messed up. He's just like, well, yeah. I'm hurt again. Yeah, here we yeah, go. Exactly. Somebody stepped on my foot. I just got to hop away. Maybe that was like, maybe he was playing like he's being a troll almost. Like, I, oh. I, I don't want any part of this. Everybody's going to assume I'm hurt anyway. I'm just going to hop off. I wish that were true, but no, he's... I that that were the funniest. <laughs> that that was definitely one of the funniest things. It just popped in my head. Like, I just watched this this recently as well as um uh talladega nights when when uh will ferrell like keeps thinking he's he's on fire and like he's mm-hmm. hurt that's mm-hmm. that's eloy he's just like mm-hmm. i'm on fire i'm hurt mm-hmm. and they're like you're fine buddy eloy you're yes. fine just relax i'm hurt i'm hurt again it's that's yeah. that's him but i i good. uh i feel bad for you but you, you like you said you're not even mad like this the season is a total loss and yeah um there's no reason to watch Sox baseball, and I've been there many mm-hmm. times with the Cubs. But this is an extremely unlikable team. Yes. This is this is that's the problem. Is it's like uh, a lot of anger. Like I feel anger for you. Like it's 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 just stupid, and it's yeah. all because of Jerry. That's yeah. it. Yeah, he ruined it. They yeah. had a good thing going, and he and he fucking meddled, like we always accuse Ted Phillips of doing like that's yeah. that's what he that's what he did so he's getting exactly what he what he paid for like i i would hate to be a ticket salesperson for the white Sox having to try to sell seasons for next year like i feel bad for those people because they're just going to get laughed at and it's like who in the fuck like I, i'll go if i am able to pay like three dollars per ticket i'll absolutely go right like and and just because my kids love going there I'm not gonna. I'm not paying face value there until I absolutely have to. Like, just fuck, fuck that team. They're just they're so stupid. They're so stupid. But <laughs> let's talk about the Cubs. Do you think? Uh, you think they're making the playoffs? I don't know what they did tonight against the Mets. I know they lost last night. Who cares? But they're they're in it, right? They're in it for the division and the wild card. I think they're alive for both. They seem likable. I will say. Yeah. I'll also say every time I try to put money on them, I lose. So I'm out <laughs> on them the rest of the year. Uh, 
yeah, what do you think? Do you, do you, I know they weren't expected to make the postseason going into the year, but at this point, because they're so close, is that what you're focused on? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. They, like I said, you know, at the beginning of the year, it's like they have the, they have the chance to be frisky and they've, uh, they, they had their ebbs and flows of, of, uh, playing really well. And then they went on a run where they're just losing the dog shit teams and just playing, playing horribly. The pitch, you know, the pitching is up and down. Stroman is, is hurt, basically irrelevant. Like the pitching is going to catch up with them, um, as they play good teams and they finish the year with, a really tough run. They have six games on the road against Atlanta and Milwaukee, which for me is like the fact that I even know that is, is awesome that I give a shit this time of the year. Um, but as of now, they would make, they would make the wild card and they're two games out of the division. They won tonight. So, um, you know, Bellinger and Swanson are, are fucking mashing the ball and they can, their whole lineup can hit pretty much, uh, you know, from top to bottom, and they just they manufacture runs, which is which is cool to see. Um, you know, they're frisky. I, I still have like no expectations for them. I just like that they're still in it at this point. Now, you mentioned you lose money on them um, and you caught on to this. You're like, because we follow each other's bets on DraftKings. You're like, you fucking bet on the Cubs every I've literally bet on all but three games this year, mostly just to see uh, where. Where the land at the end of the year? I put ten dollars on every Cubs game this money line this year, and with uh, you know the what do I want to say the the promos and all of the boosts and all that. Um, I didn't add up tonight, but as of before today's game, I'm up thirty bucks on the year for the Cubs, which is which isn't terrible. And I've missed yeah. three games because I was out of state. I couldn't I couldn't put a bet mm-hmm. in. So mm-hmm. um, it's been a fun exercise just to do it. Uh, I. I sh- we should probably should have talked about it at the beginning of the year to see you could do the socks just to see where they'd be at. I- I'm, you're welcome. You, you yeah. saved for money, <laughs> but, Oof. but if between like between the Cubs, like at the beginning of the year, they were up like, I was up like 60 bucks. And then at one point in the year, I was down about 50 ish dollars. I think that's the floor and the ceiling. So it's been interesting to see, and I've just been tracking it, but, um, Cubs baseball. It's fun. I don't know. I was unsure yeah. about David Ross as a manager. I it's I it's baseball managers are the hardest thing to, to tell outside of Tony LaRusa falling asleep in the dugout. I feel like it's really hard to influence a game that much from a manager's perspective. Um, but you know, I think this Cubs team is built pretty it's built well for this current construction of, uh, you know, the note you can't shift and, uh, you got to play the game fast and they, they feel they're, they're pretty good defensively. As far as I can tell, I couldn't tell you any fucking metrics, but, um, you know, the pitching, the, the starting pitching is going to catch up with them. That's, that's yeah. eventually what's going to be their problem. So, uh, but it's fun. Cubs baseball still talking about it. August 8th, 8888. Uh, for the one the Cubs relates at Wrigley. Yep. Turn on there those lights. Turn them on. Bad buddy. Uh all right. Uh-huh. Well, that was the first that was the first Hams and Ted sort of segment we've had in probably 12 months. So that that felt yeah. Felt good. Felt good. Yeah. Um other segments we haven't touched in a while. Gray balls being one. You did not play much uh 35 and over intramural basketball with us 
last year, Dan, but it appears you may be all the way back. Uh, I think the season starts in November. You said you're in. I don't trust you. I'd love to talk more about it on Zero Doinks in the fall. Is that actually going to happen? Or are you just fucking flicking flicking our audience, but with no no actual satisfaction? Flicking their beans. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I want, yes. I, want, I want back in. I need to be in. Uh, I'm worried about getting hurt and being sore like I'm Mercedes Lewis after taking Big a dog. cheap shot from Jack Sanborn. Big dog. Uh, no, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. If you'll have All me. Right. Oh, it's not my call. It's Coach Cuse's call. Uh, but I will absolutely put a lot of heavy pressure on him in case he has any questions whatsoever. Will Rick Fieldsman <laughs> be in? I think that's that's one of the more outstanding questions. Do you think mm-hmm. Rick's going to play? I feel like he has to be at, at this point. Like He and I have tiptoed around it for the past few seasons. Uh, excuse me. Um, we just got to be in. Rick, just do it. Don't be a mm-hmm. pussy. Just mm-hmm. say you're in, and then just show up every once in a while. That's usually my move uh, as well, but uh, I'm going to be more committed this year, so okay. um, I'm in. All right. I think we need new jerseys. I think we oh. need maybe tearaway pants or something. I think Coach Q's just get on it. Um, you know, we got plenty of time until November. Let's make this happen. Do yeah. we need to get in shape? I don't think so. I'm not going to get in shape. Mm-mm. There's no fucking way. It's football no season. No, hell no. Yeah, exactly. Uh-uh. You got to bulk no, up. You know. <laughs> bulk up. That's right. Uh, all right, Dan. I think, you know, next time our audience is going to hear from us will be August 21st, the week of August 21st, I should say, after uh, two of the three preseason games have been played. Are you going to go to any of the preseason games? Yeah, I'm going this weekend. I'm taking okay, one are. of one okay. of my daughters, and uh, okay, we'll nice. be their first first Bears game. So okay, cool. Uh, yeah, be good time. Be good time. Yeah. I, okay. Um, Everton also plays this weekend. They open up mm. against Fulham. Fulham. Okay. So there you go. Mm. A lot lot going on this. Shit. This is a great time of year. This is fucking is. great time of the year. It absolutely is. It's it's happening, baby. It is happening. Football's upon us. Hard Knocks starts tonight. I know you're a huge Hard Knocks guy, but you said you may watch uh, with the Jets. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm going to consider it as well. Um, Cameo, like we said, search Zero mm-hmm. Doinks or Bill and Dan Doinks on Cameo. We will fucking roast your grandparents if that's what you want us to do. Not a big deal. And there's no other place on earth that you can have the two guys that have the 245th highest rated brazilian american football oh. podcast that's where we're at right now 245 wow. in brazil i mean that is celebrity stuff uh, we're down down six spots from last week so i don't know what happened oh, yeah um it's probably all the northwestern talk they they're they're pro pedophilia i think in brazil i think yeah i don't speak portuguese so i don't give a fuck it's good to know that is a shot fired across the bow of rio de janeiro that's what that is right there it's a yaya time is that what they say in brazil <laughs> set set yeah. it's, no it's greek but that's fine okay that's totally fine um stick around for a blast from the past that we alluded to before from 2020 when we were all wanting to 
fucking blow our brains out from a preseason game uh, recap of Bears Titans that may or may not have actually happened that year. I think Dan Doinks in particular was on fire. That's at the end of this episode. Dan, thank you so much for joining myself, for joining the Paul Rubens family that is using this Mm -hmm. episode to recuperate. (laughs) 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 I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at my hard drive. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, And our audience, of course. Thank you to our audience. And you're welcome also to our audience. Yeah, thanks, Bill. This is fun. I'm ready for uh, the real shit. I'm ready to do this regularly uh, and wet. And God bless the Rubens family. I love you all. Bless them. They all love you too. (laughs) Especially Ron Rubens, who is a Big Ten original stan. That's what he is. I respect it. Mm-hmm. absolutely see you next episode dan our final preseason episode in a couple weeks see you then i love you bye <laughs> Cancer, that's what he did. That's what he did. Suck my dick, cancer. As promised, here is a callback from the 2020 season, a recap of a game that probably didn't happen preseason Bears against Titans. Wow, do we sound young? Happy anniversary, Dan. It's been five years, but only three years since this happened. Zerdoings. Let's get geared up for uh, opening season. Opening season, opening game. Opening game. Opening game. Yeah. The Titans take on the Chicago Bears here at Nissan Stadium. I'm Amy Wells, joined by Mike Keith. Mike, the Chicago Bears are a team to watch in this game because they're coming in here super motivated. They have a very good defense, Amy, so that's going to be a big challenge to the Tennessee offense. On the other side of the ball, the Bears still trying to determine their quarterback. It is a glorious Sunday here in Nashville, Tennessee. We had a cloudy morning, a little bit of rain, but now the skies have cleared. Temperature at 60 degrees, a light wind, and bright sunshine in the skies above. All right, we're recapping the game that definitely happened this past weekend, the final preseason game, game four. We have the Bears at one and two going into the game. Is that right? Yes, that's definitely the record because it definitely happened. Bears at Titans in Nashville across the river from all of the bars and all of the fun. Bill, why don't you give us some pregame first half action, buddy? 
Absolutely. Wow. What a, what an experience game for the preseason, you know, and Nashville, they're known as an epicenter for music, of course. Right. So the Titans pre, uh, the pregame show, it was really a sight for sore eyes as they featured artists, actors, celebrities who were born and bred Nashvillians. I think that's a thing. So Hank Williams III started off the festivities by covering his dad's All My Rowdy Friends song, which was a nice tribute to a flawed man in Hank Williams Jr. But So that happened, then the Allman Brothers took the stage next, and they played Ramblin' Man as Lark Voorhees from Saved by the Bell and, and Jim Varney from Ernest Goes to Camp danced very provocatively on stage, also both born and raised in Nashville. And to wrap up the show, Nashville honored some of its dead by superimposing their hologram likenesses on stage for a special rendition of We Are the World. So this was a real who's who as the camera scanned from hologram to hologram, and the audience at home really got to enjoy seeing celebrities such as former Confederate Army officer John Adams, former Cincinnati Reds great Noodles Hahn, the inventor of cotton candy, William Morrison, and speaking for myself here, there was not a dry eye in sight when the final chorus was led by former disco singer and star of multiple Scandinavian pornography films, Andrea Truden, who relatively recently passed away of heart failure in 2011. I did a little digging on this, and I believe her adult film star name was Sandra Lips. <laughs> Anywho... <laughs> Anywho, great start to what turned out to be a bad first half of football. No starters played in this one. Tyler Bray did not leave the offense to a, to a single first down until late in the second quarter. And the Titans showed a little gamesmanship since they're playing the Bears later this year. Uh, they had kicker Steven Goskowski take a number of snaps at quarterback, but he mostly handed the ball off to one-time Chicago Bears training camp running back Signoris Perry from Louisville. Uh, the game was scoreless at halftime. Frankly, I turned off the TV at that point. So what did I miss, Dan? Well, I, I, I missed that pregame. I mean, they went all out for a preseason game. Did you say Ernest was up there dancing? Yep. Yeah, Jim Varney. Uh, hell of an actor. Well, that's shocking that he wasn't a hologram considering he's been dead for years but oh whoops boy i missed i missed a lot there okay not not yeah, a big so, dead nashville research guy so yeah so that obviously that i missed the pregame but that makes sense why they were going all out during halftime when they had the really <laughs> the, the choreographed uh baton twirling show uh featuring jay cutler and his weird mini cows and nashville mayor john cooper did you see any of that um no yeah, then you obviously didn't see when Virginia got a little clue, a little too close to one of the batons, and just it just cooked her right in the temple. So she was out for a good ten minutes. Uh, but by, by by all accounts, they threw her right in that Lake Forest Chapel, and she's doing better. Uh, of course, you know Jim Miller somehow gained an extra twenty pounds from the last week's game, so it was no surprise that he had barbecue sauce absolutely all over his tie. Uh, but was really embarrassed. Embar he seemed really embarrassed when he couldn't stop calling the Bears' opponent the Tennessee Titties. So just a strange <laughs> halftime all around. I'm so ready for preseason to be over. 
Uh, but really no other highlight other than Trevor Simeon th- uh, throwing for three touchdowns, all throwing at Kevin Tolliver, who just got torched, and then he got released before he even got to the locker room. So the, uh, the Goskowski missed every extra point, though, so they win the game 18-0. <laughs> Go Bears. Go Bears. Get help, Jim Miller. Jim Varney's dead. Sorry about that.